0: And I I have to tell you, an 81-year-old woman flies to Pakistan, has a couple hundred thousand mostly Muslims hear her proclaim Jesus, see miracles. Um, How do you do it at 81, Marilyn
1: Hickey? Well, let me tell you how and how everyone can do it.
0: That's even better.
1: Yes. Faith in Jesus is the big key. Now... People look at their age. God's not looking at your age. People look at their color. God's not interested in your color. People look at their gender. God's not interested in your gender. What he responds to is your faith in Jesus. So every Christian can do all things. And you know what? She almost missed what she's
0: doing today. Except she met a young man who started insisting that she move into areas of the Spirit and he started praying and fasting for her Uh, tell me
1: about that (laughs) well we were engaged and uh, my fiance said I'm not going to marry a woman who's half-hearted for God he said I serve the devil with all my heart Mm -hmm. and I said I was so insulted I said well I'm saved he said but you're not committed and I'm not going to marry you unless you have a commitment to the power of the Holy Spirit. So he said, I'm on a three-day fast. I was so insulted. I was a school teacher, Couldn't sleep at night. And you were a nice Christian. I was a nice Christian, but not too committed. And so he fasted, and God dealt with me each night because he'd been dealing with me for a deeper walk for four years. And so the third night, the Lord said to me, I'm not going to deal with you about this ever again. About, he said, I'm going to show you if you turn down the power of the Holy Spirit at this time. He said, you are going to move to California. You're going to get your master's degree. You're going to marry a Christian, have a happy life. He said, but I have something so wonderful for you, you cannot imagine. God's destiny for every one of you.
0: Well, and, and by the way, it's not just a nice story. God's speaking to you right now. So Marilyn did something that I wish, I wish I could have done. One of the greatest miracle ministries I ever read about, short of in the Bible, uh, but on the same level, was a man by the name of Branham. And Marilyn had a problem. The doctor said she couldn't have a child. So. She goes to this meeting. How many people were at Branham's meeting when you were
1: uh, Probably it was about 5,000. I was in Dallas, Texas. And what happened? Well, I was 26. I'd been married three years. They said I could never have a child. I had an inherited condition. And he called me out of the audience. Well, here I am on a platform facing this man and had the most unusual experience. Now, I, well, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like a wheel we within a wheel. Been. Uh, lower right? on the ground, and I, I could see it, and as it turned, it went whoosh, whoosh I could hear you it, and this man here. is saying to me, you're not from you Denver, from Denver Co- you're not from Denver, here, Colorado. you're from Denver, Colorado, from you're area. from a wooded area, you and you can't have, have a baby. Now, I'm thinking, if I He s- had
0: never met you? Never, and never. He just pulls you right out of an audience. Exactly. And he could have been, th- I mean... How could he have known any,
1: all those things? It was the Spirit of God. He said, you can't have a baby. But he said, go home and receive your child. And the reason I'm telling you, wheel within a wheel, it came into my feet. And it wasn't until 10 years later I got pregnant. And I went to a doctor. I said, I think I'm pregnant. He examined me. He said, no, you're not impreg- pregnant. That's impossible. He said, you're not pregnant. You're going through a change. So I went home and went through some more changes and (laughs) (laughs) and went to another doctor. He said, this is a five and a half month pregnancy. And of course, you can see Sarah on my program.
0: But the key, 10 years from that word, you see, it's like the game of baseball. You don't have three strikes and you're out. You are only out if you quit swinging. You got it? You That's got right. it? OK, Marilyn, very quickly. People have had influences on your life. Kenneth Hagan taught the authority of the believer. Bill Gothard, briefly, what influence did he have on your life?
1: Kenneth Hagan, of course, got me into the Word, and just soaked in the Word with faith and authority, taking authority against the enemy, walking in the power of the Word. But Bill Gothard got me into meditating on the Word. So Joshua 1, eight for probably, what, almost 42 years has been the theme of my life. It says, if you meditate in the Word day and night, if you speak the Word day and night, if you do the Word day and night, you will make your own way prosperous and successful.
0: Now, what happened to Bill Gothard when he meditated?
1: Well, he was retarded, actually, and a Sunday school teacher. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was retarded. They just pushed him from grade to grade. Mm -hmm. And in fourth grade, a Sunday school teacher began to have this boy's class memorize the word. And he continued to do that, graduated valedictorian. And then, you know, graduated from university and so on. The first time I went to Pakistan was 1995, and I was frightened, you know, I thought, because everybody told me they'll shoot me. And the first night, though, I just taught the Bible, a mirror one miracle of Jesus, prayed for the sick, and had dramatic miracles. It's his name, and nobody walked out. Nobody shot me. By the fourth night, I can see. <laughs> by the fourth night, we had over fourth twenty thousand people. First night, four thousand. Last night, twenty thousand people.
0: You just got back from Pakistan. How many people did you have there?
1: 210,000. How do you preach
0: the gospel to 210,000 mostly Muslims? Now, that is ridiculous favor. That's not just favor. That's ridiculous favor. I want to know how you have ridiculous favor. Don't you? (laughs) 81.
1: Well, I believe the best miracles, that's the biggest meeting I ever had. I was 80 at that time I had that meeting, and I have just turned 81 not too long ago. But what I began many years ago is I prayed over the nations of the world, and I always had a warm feeling toward Pakistan. And then I had a warm feeling toward Sudan and some of these Muslim countries. You realize one-fifth of the world's population is Muslim. And how are they to know the gospel if we don't go? Now, here's what they love: they love healing miracles, because in the Quran it says that Jesus heals. Well, you got a bridge, you know. And so, Uh, have you ever prayed for an imam and they've been
0: healed? Oh yes, I have
1: it on video. Tell me. In the second time I went to Pakistan, an imam who was blind in one of his eyes received his sight and came and testified.
0: You'll never forget Jesus when you're blind and you can see. Right. Now, you can't say uh, that he was faking it. You can't even say it was psychosomatic. You can only say, God is real.
1: Right. That's what people right. say. Right, exactly. So each time I would go, I've been six times, we would have big meetings in stadiums wherever I could have them and pray for the sick because you advertise and say, come and be healed.
0: But what if no one's healed, Marilyn? Oh, You're in big trouble. That's the first thing.
1: (laughs) You know what? The name of Jesus heals. All healing, all forgiveness of sin has been purchased for us. It's not my name. It's his name. That's why believers can lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. This is for everyone. I, I want
0: you, you talk about a word that I love and I don't hear enough about it's called expectation what is expectation to you
1: expectation is putting your faith in what God says and proclaiming it and then he manifests it you believe
0: you will see it Yeah, but what would you say to someone that says I've been doing that for years and I haven't seen it so I have I just don't expect anything anymore so I won't be disappointed what would you say to that woman
1: I would say to that person you're giving up too soon giving up too soon because people said to me you can't do this you're a woman you're too old to do it but God thinks you can do anything Remember that God thinks you can do anything. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I believe. I believe. God thinks I, I can do anything. So if God says it, God says it. I believe it. I
0: believe it. I believe it.
1: And that settles it. That's fine. <laughs> All right.
0: Do you believe? Okay, you ready? You ready? Do you believe that there is are women watching right now? That were where you were medically can't have a child. They're married. Mm -hmm. That's the only catch. Exactly. They have to be married. They're married. And do you believe if you pray for them right now? Yes. That no matter what reason they can't have a child, they'll be able to? No matter what? Yes. Then do it.
1: And I want to say something my anointing and faith in this is growing. People are having twins.
0: Well, go for
1: it go for it (laughs) okay put your hand on your body you're watching right now know that your father loves you so much and he promises that the barren will bear so father in the name of jesus i send your wonderful word into every barren woman who has her hand on her body and your word cannot return void Your word prospers and accomplishes in that which it's sent to. So I thank you. That word now is coming into them, that word of faith. I thank you for babies that are healthy, that are not rebellious, that serve God all their lives, and even easy deliveries. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Imagine a woman speaking in a mosque about Jesus. Muslims present and miracles take place how did you do that Marilyn
1: it's the favor of God really Psalms 512 because I wanted to have a healing meeting in a mosque and break this barrier because once you break it a lot of other people it has domino effect so I met an imam in Detroit asked him about doing this he said no we would never do that But then, you don't give up till you win. The game is not over till you win. Uh, You talk about, I can. That's right. What do you mean by that? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You don't say I can't, because everybody said you can't. It's never been done, not going to happen with you. But it happened, because when I was getting ready to leave, and I wasn't discouraged, he said to me, the next time you're in Detroit, why don't you come to my house for dinner? six months later i'm in detroit he said now what is it you want to do i said i want to have a healing healing meeting in a mosque and i want to pray for the sick and believe for the miraculous he said we can do that jesus did you hear
0: that i want you to say i can do all things in messiah jesus you hear that devil (laughs) <laughs> You're not saying it for anyone else's benefit, but the devil. And we're to release the angels to even have a healing meeting and a presentation of Jesus in a mosque.
1: What happened? Well, I spoke first Jesus. time in history, and I, we had an agreement. I could teach the Bible. I taught one miracle of Jesus and then prayed for the sick. Was anyone healed? Oh, yes. We had people healed of back problems. The boy who opened the meeting, who read from the Quran, couldn't see, they had no distant sight, and God healed him. A lot of people were healed, though it wasn't a big crowd, but afterwards they always have refreshments and they had like 11 imams and maybe a hundred people. And so I just decided to go from table to table and they would say, would you pray for my family? Uh, would you pray for my back? Would you pray? Whatever. And prayed for the sick. And then the imam invited me back. And he, I prayed for him and his wife. They couldn't have babies. And now they have two. That's normal. I wish the
0: whole world was normal. Like you, Marilyn. You know, Marilyn. One thing I notice is many people like you that operate in the miraculous, when you get sick, what happens? Like at the time you discovered a lump in your
1: breast, not right. someone else's. And that was many years ago, but I took that scripture because you take the promise to the problem. You don't take the problem to God, take the promise that goes with the problem because the promise doesn't return void. So it says the word will be health to your flesh, and health there, in some places it says medicine. So I thought, you know, you usually take medicine three times a day, but i had got to get rid of this thing fast, because it was growing fast. So I stayed up for 24 hours and sent the word into that lump. I said this word, I read it out loud. This word is health to my flesh. Uh, uh,
0: Over the 24 hours, how often did you say that?
1: Okay, every hour. I did it for 24 times. Hmm. And it was gone. It was gone. Love it. I love it. I love being normal. I do, too.
0: (laughs) Okay, Marilyn, uh, I got a little confession to make. I find it difficult to memorize, and I think there's a few people watching that find it difficult to memorize. Uh, Tell us some tips on memory, and also you told me something about what happens the last thing you uh, you look upon or speak about before you go to bed. Start
1: with that. All right. Uh, Proverbs six twenty two says, "When you sleep, the word will keep you. When you wake up, the word will talk to you, and when you walk." The word will guide you. So three times a day, I take a verse, and you—you know—you may want to take uh, just one a week, and I say that verse first thing in the morning, because it's not just you reading the Bible; the Bible starts reading you. And I speak that verse ten times out loud. Now, don't ask me why it's ten. I just know this works for me. Then at lunchtime. I speak that promise again because the Word guides me in my day. But before I go to sleep, I speak it because this is what I read that whatever you see last goes through your mind seven times through the night. So the Word is working in me while I'm sleeping.
0: So, uh, what is the last thing <laughs> that you see before you go to bed? Uh, I think you got the message. What if. We put on our Twitter account and Facebook account one scripture every week, and all of us do it together. I think that would be just a phenomenal oh, mentoring yes. for oh, people. Oh, yes.
1: And I would suggest John eight twelve. It says, I, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life so speak that when you get up in the morning you're not going to have a dark day why because you're following jesus and he's the light for this life as well as eternal life
0: i want you to pray for supernatural favor for our viewers right now
1: oh i love this i love to do this every one of you are to have supernatural favor don't look at anything about yourself look at who he is and you are in him Father, I pray for everyone watching this program that Psalms 512 says you surround the righteous with favor like a shield. And we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It's his righteousness. And we are surrounded with favor. Every place we go, people love us. Every place we go, we love them. We just walk. We walk down an aisle in a store and we smile. Jesus, and people smile back at us because they know there is a favor around us. In Jesus' name, amen.